Women Taking the Lead, episode 126. It's not going to be perfect the first time. And again, we women, like a lot of us suffer from the perfectionist syndrome. Uh, we always want to redo or rewrite or re-record or, you know, and then those re, 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 re makes us like lose so much time and just put it out there. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Fabienne Raphael, who is an online business strategist and connector, speaker, best-selling author, and podcaster at Marketing to Crush Your Competitors. She helps entrepreneurs to cash in on their expertise and build their online business the right way to make it profitable and automated so they can spend more time with their loved ones. Her mantra, connect, build, automate. Fabienne, that's just a little intro for everyone. So tell us more about you and your own humble beginnings. Well, I I don't I never thought I would be born to be an entrepreneur. Actually, I was uh, raised by parents who really believed into the nine to five and getting a job that you love and stay there for 30, 35 years and then retire and be secured for your for your old days. Um, so this changed uh, when I met my business and life partner, um, Reggie, who really introduced me into um, mindset, into working for myself, into like just trying to switch from being an employee to a consultant. And along the way, we tried several businesses. Um, I had a home staging business. And at a certain point, uh, we found out about this huge marketing conference where I attended and I realized that, oh my God, this marketing thing. We didn't know anything about it. And we didn't, of course, we weren't applying any of it. So that's why the businesses before didn't work. And that home staging business was not the result that I expected. So um, basically along the way, we did some changes to that business and it went a bit better. But then afterwards, I was like, wait a minute, there's there's something to be done there. Let me help entrepreneurs uh, build their online business the right way and using the right strategies because there are too many people that didn't know about it and still don't, they know about marketing, but not necessarily apply it the best way. So I'm helping people with that now. Mm-hmm. And as a business owner, <laughs> marketing can feel like such a murky world, <laughs> especially at the beginning. And I love marketing. I, I would say if I if I wasn't coaching, I would probably be in some sort of marketing because I'm, I'm fascinated by it. But it's more of a hobby or a component of my business right now. That's where I express my passion. But when I first started my business, it was so confusing and I wasn't sure what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing. So it's really great that there are people out there like you who really understand the intricacies of marketing and can make it simple Mm -hmm. for people like me, especially when you have to hit the ground running in a business. And a lot of people do. Yeah, exactly. And if, and if I can add, I mean, um, you have to be, to become as a, as a business owner, a marketer of your products or services. So that's how 
people can gain that success that they're aiming for. And sometimes people, they're brilliant. They have the best product or they're like, they have a certain way of explaining stuff that nobody else does, but then their marketing is not good enough. So what happens is that it's as if they speak in an empty room and they're all discouraged and they think their business is not working, but most of it is because the marketing is not well established. Oh, that's really great. And that's an important distinction to make that, you know, um, and for those of you who are listening, if any of you are business owners and you feel like your business just isn't gaining any traction, because I know some of my clients, this is the case for them too. It's not that your service or your product isn't absolutely exceptional. In fact, you know, it probably is. It's that you're speaking to an empty room, like the people who need your product or services the most don't know about you. Exactly. And so you're not getting hired. It's not that you're not good. It's that the people who need to hire you don't know about you yet. So Fabian, thank you. That was a great intro into what you do in the world and how you're helping people. And now I'm just going to transition a little bit because now you're you're kind of there. You're, You're experiencing a lot of success. You and I chatted before the call because we actually happened to have met but didn't know it really. We were like making the connection before the call that we had met a few years ago at a conference that was in Portland, Maine. And at that time, you were just starting your podcast. And of course, it was a lot of work and you were trying to get traction. And you were saying that now you're just so happy with where you are and all the work that you're doing, you know, has come to fruition and has manifested a lot of really great results for you. So I know you've gained success and you've gained confidence. But I'd like you to take us back to a time in your life when you were playing small, um, where you undervalued yourself and your capabilities in some way. And for a lot of people, it's not until later that they look back in retrospect and think, oh, my goodness, I was capable of so much more than I gave myself credit for. (laughs) So share with us the story and the lessons you've learned. Yeah, well, I think I think a lot of the women will relate to that because a lot of women have that issue. Um, At a certain point, I was very scared to put myself out there. And I had a strong issue with what people would say. Um, Because, you know, like either like when we grow up in our system, there's always like a teacher or an uncle, an aunt or a bad friend that tells you stuff that you start to believe. And then what happens is that it, 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 it doesn't kill you, but it, it silence, let's say it silences your, your true self, right? Because you're like, well, this person or this other person didn't really enjoy me being myself. So let me hide it and let me just try to fit in, right? So for a long time, I think I, I, I struggle with that, you know, trying to fit in and try to just please everybody and not necessarily expressing who I truly was. And I guess it had to be, it has to do with a low self-esteem. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. Um, and if I can give an example, like a couple of years ago with another business of mine, um, at that time I was, I was in the mastermind group and I am, had met this other entrepreneur and we had clicked pretty well. The connection was good and we were supposed to build something together. So we started working with each other. But the thing is, I so didn't see myself at the same level as she was, even though we had exactly the same 
um, the same knowledge, you know, we've been hanging around the same conferences, seminars, you know, bought the same programs and had about the same marketing education. But because I felt that she was so much better than me, there was a clash and we couldn't really go forward into that project. And at a certain point, we just parted like we just we just stopped it. Not necessarily like getting on the phone and say, oh, my God, like it's not working. Let's just stop working together. But I guess it just happened like that because we were not at the same at the same point in our lives. And I have to say that at that period, I guess I was playing small because I was always I wanted to play it safe, you know, like just doing stuff that would would maybe please someone else or please the audience or but not necessarily be my whole self. So uh, I don't know if it's a good story enough for you, but I, I think that's my playing small moment I wanted to share with you guys. Yeah. And you know, Fabian, what I'm hearing in your story is because you weren't completely owning, right, everything that you were bringing to the table, right? it created some inner conflict yeah. working with this other person, right? Because you didn't feel good when you were around this person. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and it was like kind of like self-sabotaging. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's what it was. I definitely heard that in your story that, you know, sometimes it, it can be ourselves. Like oftentimes we're creating the conflict mm -hmm. that we're finding out in the world. And if other people are making us uncomfortable, like I always love um, that poem. I, I think it's called the Desiderata where it says, yeah. don't compare yourself to other people because then all, all you'll see around you is people who are making it you know, who are making it better than you are or people that you find pitiful, mm -hmm. right? And that's not a good way to go no. through life. Absolutely not. You, you know, so we have to own what we bring to the table and know that we're just as good at other people. I mean, some people might have more training than we do or more experience than we do, but that doesn't mean that we're less than that person or that we can't contribute something incredibly valuable mm -hmm. to a project. That's very well said. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but now I'm going to put it back on you. Okay. <laughs> because now I want you to share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake up call, right? For some people, it happens all of a sudden. And, and some people say like, oh, it wasn't one moment. It just developed over time. Mm -hmm. So share with us your wake up call and the steps you took that led to your success. Um, I would say that my wake up call, it wasn't like just one day like that. And I woke up and was like, oh my God, you know, like, this this is it but i think it's a it's along um what happened it's along my several experiences or stuff that i tried that didn't work um progressing in business i have to say that um my business partner has been a great influence because he's he was already when we met uh first time we met like into personal development and reading a lot and you know being a better person day after day um, and I guess like opening my mind to reflect back on what happened or who I was, like, why am I doing this this way? Um, and then at a certain point, it's as if I decided to just um, let go and just find the right, uh, you know, let me let me be filled with people I need that could help me and stuff like that. 
So it's crazy because when I finally decided that it was time for me to to switch or to change something in the way things were going, uh, the right persons came into my life. So I was able to to work for a while with a great coach that brought me to you know like discover that hey what I, what, what I was expressing was just like a small bit of who I truly am and that I was not fully embracing myself. Um, and as soon as I, I was just changing a little bit of my uh, way of being, you know, with people, I was actually first, first, uh, my first thoughts about it was like, oh my God, so people still accept me even though I myself, right? So when that happened, I was like, okay, great. So it means that if this person can accept me the way I am, then what about this person and this person? And really, I have to admit, Jody, like since I've really embraced who I am, this is where the opportunities started floating and, um, you know, like go, uh, the projects are clearer and what I want to do or become is also clearer in my head. Um, it's, it's funny sometimes how this inner talk could just kill you inside, but not like kill you in, in, you know, per se, but I mean, um, bring you down so much that you, you can't really truly express who you are. And actually these changes that I made in my life has just brought me positive results up to now and it's still continuing. So, uh, yeah, that's what happened. (laughs) That's amazing. So could, so this is a, a great segue from your last story where you said because you were holding yourself back and holding yourself down. And then in this story, you, you found a coach who was able to help you bring more of yourself exactly to the table and express yourself more clearly. And as a result, you were attracting to you the right people. That's it. To work with. Yes. Amaz- which is so key in marketing. Yes, too. But we don't realize it. It's true on a personal level, too. (laughs) Yeah, you're so right about that. And I have to say that a lot of yeah, a lot of people might struggle with that. And I have clients sometimes that struggle with that, too. You know, accepting to work with people that are not a good fit with what your mission is, with what your values are, with what you have to offer with the world. And sometimes we just decide to, again, out of auto-sabotaging, I guess, accept to work, accept this project, accept this person, even though we know they're negative or they don't fit or whatever. And then after a certain period of time, well, you realize that it was a huge mistake and now you're, you're stuck like just, you know, repairing what the results were instead of preventing it and not going for that business relationship, for example. Yeah. And when you have people around you, be it personal or business, that you don't exactly click with, it takes more energy. And I think this is what you were pointing to, where you had to constantly think about what you were going to say and how you were going to say it. So, And as a result, you didn't feel like you were being very clear. But when you stopped worrying about that, your communication was much more clear, much more direct. And it just... I just imagine the before and after, like it must have been so exhausting before and so freeing afterwards oh, yeah, to just absolutely. be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It feels, uh, yeah, it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can hear it in your voice. And this is actually a great segue so we can talk more about your style and, and what you're bringing to the table now. Because I want to I wanna hear about your leadership style, right? Because we're all different. We're all going to lead a little bit differently because our personalities are different. Our strengths are different. Our interests are different. So Fabian, how would you describe your leadership style? Hmm. I would I would describe it as, you know, I like to lead with passion and confidence and most of all, empathy. Um, I have this strong um, uh, talent of being able to put myself at the place of the other person I'm serving. Uh, I guess this has to do with my uh, physical therapy degree because I, I, I had that degree, uh, a bachelor's in physical therapy. And, you know, like when you're in front of someone and you want to help them gaining better health and everything, well, you have to be a great listener and you have to be able to understand what they're going through. Not necessarily go through it yourself, but I mean, put yourself at the place of the other person. And I'm very sensitive to what my audience is, is feeling and what they need or, you know, when I'm in a coaching situation, like really listening and also learning myself because you learn stuff. Let's say I learn about marketing. I learn about these strategies, but it's, it's one case after the other. I can't just say this is a great fit for you. And because it's a great fit for you, it's going to be a great fit for everybody because everybody's different. So I have to adjust with everybody and, you know, have the, the message that fits them, not a universal message that would fit anybody. So I would mm -hmm. say that my, my, my strength as a leader is to be empathetic but also like transmit my passion and being a very confident person that I, it's so funny because I, in my small moment, when I spoke to you about like a few minutes ago, it was like, I was, I was really not having that great self-confidence. So I was, I had a, a low self-esteem, but now I have to say, because I embrace myself even more, I'm able to actually um, transmit that to the other people. And these are the comments I get a lot. We feel like we need to follow you or we feel <laughs> that, you know, like we want to go there with you because you inspire us or you have this impact. And that's what I want, you know, to have an impact in the world because we all want that as business owners. We want to change the world. And yeah. as, as much as I can do it and as much as I can say, even if it's just one person that really I changed someone's life. Well, I mean, my purpose in life has been uh, completed because, you know, I helped someone felt, feel better, succeed in business, you know, be themselves and attract the right clientele and all of that. Yeah, you definitely infuse those qualities out into the person you're talking to because I feel it too. And it, it kind of backs up like my own personal philosophy and, and how I'm working with my clients where I say, you know, whatever you've got on going on in your internal world, like human beings, we're like projectors uh -huh. and we project what's going on in our inner world out into the world. And so however we're feeling like that is like an energy wave that goes before us and other people pick up on it and they feel it. So I can definitely see that like you are very confident you're very self-assured that when you're working with somebody you infuse them with that and I have to say passion confidence and empathy those are characteristics and traits that really like um round each other out very nicely mm. 
You know, mm-hmm. because sometimes I think if um, we have too much confidence without empathy, people can think we're arrogant. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And vice versa. If we have empathy without confidence, people think that they can walk all over us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you you have those nice traits that round each other out so that like it's and it's what you talked about before. This is kind of a trend that is um, going on here is that like you're ne- you're bringing forth the whole package and not just part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I bring my whole self into it. Yes, you do. Yeah. I love that. And Fabian, what is one thing you're working on right now that you're really excited about? Hmm. Well, you know, I had my podcast for a while and I'm about to publish episode 200. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. So it's going to be May 17th and I'm doing something huge about it. Um, so since I, I think your our episode is going to be published after I publish that episode, I will send people back to it. So um, mm-hmm. I'll be able, maybe you could edit this part out, uh, Jody, but I will be <laughs> able to send you the link of uh, yes, where people yes. should go to get like all the special things about that episode. Yep. So if anyone's listening right now, you know that link is going to already be in the show notes waiting for you. So yes, that is perfect. So that's really exciting. So what would you say has been, um, if you could say one thing you've really um, gotten out of the podcast, it could be a tangible or intangible thing. What would you say that was? What I, oh my gosh, strong um, connection with a tremendous amount of brilliant people. Mm. I interviewed up to now like close to, yeah, 200 people and from all around the world, from all different backgrounds, um, you know, like not necessarily at the same level of business, um, not the same expertise. And bottom line, everybody wants to connect with people. And that's that's the whole the whole thing. Sometimes we forget as online business owners getting like we stay hidden behind the computer and just type and socialize on social media, whatever. But when you actually speak to someone live or you meet them live or you Skype with them and see their face or, you know, get them on an interview like we're doing now, there's this extra bit of connection that you will never be able to get wherever on social media typing on your computer, you know? Right. Yes. Yes. Tweeting and mentioning each other and that sort of thing. And that's fun. I do those things too. And I actually um, get a kick and get a charge because with some of my community, that's how we're communicating. But it's always nice to get oh, that yeah. extra layer of connection. And I and I love that too, because, you know, the, the message that can be translated too is that, you know, you started your podcast, you didn't know what was going to come of it. I mean, I'm sure you had big goals and big dreams for it, but you you just started doing one episode at a time. Yes. You know, trying to get the best people on that you could that could provide value for you and your community. And it has just grown into this amazing thing. Yeah, that's exactly that, it. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So I would say for those who are listening, like, don't worry about where whatever you have starting now, don't worry about the size of it. Just start. Just do what you're doing. Do it well. Do it with passion. You never know where it's going to grow to. Exactly. And as, so, as people say, like, you have to be ready to suck at first, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
it's not going to be perfect the first time. And again, we women, like a lot of us suffer from the perfectionist syndrome. Uh, we always want to redo or rewrite or re-record or, you know, and then those re, 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 re makes us like lose so much time and just put it out there. And then you'll see what you have to correct. And along the way, of course, you meet people, you buy other programs, you get better at what you're doing, and then you get more comfortable. And at a certain point, yes, you find your voice. I'm always laughing because like, you know, if people go back to my first podcast episode, oh my God, I, I just don't sound like this. I sound like someone who's uh, hidden in a little corner and talking like very with a shy voice and almost like scared to, uh, you know, like to, to bother anyone. Um, but along the way, like with all those people that I met and the experience I gained and the, the knowledge that I got out of it and out of studying, well, I can say that today, what you listen to even right now is completely myself. And you listen to my podcast, that's the same person you're going to get. You meet me live it's still the same person. So it's either you like me or you don't, but I, there's no disconnect there. I love that. I love the saying, every master was once a disaster. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I, I try to embrace that, like whatever I'm doing, because, you know, I found in my business, there's always a new area I'm, I'm looking to expand into or is good for my business or good for my clients that I expand into this new area. But I normally don't know what I'm doing at first. And it takes research and practice and stuff. But I, I think I've gotten to a place where I'm okay with not being that great at first, yeah. knowing that I can get better. Mm. And that's great, um, actually. That's called the wanting to learn and wanting to become better day after day. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love it. Great mantra. All right, Fabian, now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us, what is one practice you have that helps to make you a better leader? Listening. Say more about that. How do you, how do you go about practicing listening? <laughs> practicing listening. I know. Just, <laughs> just don't say anything. Just open my ears and listen. No, but really, um, and this, this has had come probably with my physical therapy experience, but more than that with um, the mindset reading and mindset like education that I, I continue to get like day after day by reading and listening to, to, um, to programs about it or just attending seminars about it. Sometimes when we're, the, the thing is the human being is so um, selfish. <laughs> And, you know, like, let's say just Facebook, it's all about the selfies and it's all about look at me and pick me and whatever. Um, it's as if like we have forgotten along the way that there we can't live on our own. It's called a society. <laughs> you know, you can't just be yourself and that's it. Um, so sometimes I don't know if it ever happened to you, but like when you're talking to someone, let's say you meet at a networking event first time that you speak and you're talking to people not listening to you, what they're going to do is right after you finish what you have to say, they're going to talk about themselves. Right after you finish your sentence, they won't even comment on it, but they'll say something else. Or if you say something that you've done that you're very proud of, well, they will say something else that they're even more proud of to show that they're better than you and something like that. So it happens too often 
Instead, if you just like shut down this urge of talking about yourself and just bringing on another question about the person, then it shows that you're completely and sincerely interested into the person. But I mean, when you do it, you, you got to be into it. Like you got to be sincere about it because if not, it's going to sound fake. But I have to say that the listening that I have now is that I'm able to sit, listen and get the information, ask for more details or, you know, comment on something that a person did, give compliments, um, you know, like put the conversation around the person I'm trying to understand who uh, that person is or what the quality of that, the qualities of that person are, you know, and it all has to do with great uh, connection. And after that, it could lead to a great relationship. But the, the, the foundation of it is that you have to be sincerely interested into knowing about others or else, I mean, nobody will ever want to help you or they'll just find that you're a bragging person. Yeah, I loved how you summed it up right there. Being sincerely interested in the other person really helps you develop the practice of listening. Mm. That's perfect. And Fabian, what is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership? <laughs> the 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. I don't know if you know this book, but no. Oh my God. Like it's, it could be rough sometimes, like for us women, because uh, it's been written by a man, obviously, but it, it shakes you up. Like it, it just shows you that, hey, stop, <laughs> stop, you know, not wanting to do this because of this and that, but just act on it. And the 10x rule is just has to do with how to be, yes, a great leader, but a, a successful entrepreneur wanting to go that extra mile than anybody else. So if all your competitors just do, I don't know, um, read a book a week, well, read three a week, you know, like it just pushes you to to go like above above what everybody else is doing and realize that your true gift in life, you need to really explore it pretty well and, and just go with it like a hundred, 200, 3%, you know? <laughs> so that's what this book is about. And I really, really loved it. Awesome. And Fabian, what advice would you give your younger self? <laughs> just do it. <laughs> that's it. Make it happen. I had a journal that that was the quote on it. It was exactly what I needed at that time. Make it happen. You know, like stop saying uh, it's not the right time. It's not the right, you know, just do it and then see what happens. Love it. Now share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. Um, it's from Jim Rohn and it's, it's, it goes like this. Success is something you attract by the person you become. And I think it really represents uh, my story up to now. And yeah, and if you rewind this podcast episode and listen to how my self-esteem was low and how it changed, well, it's exactly what happened to me. Like as soon as I decided to become a better person or become my whole self, then I attracted the right things for me. And lastly, Fabienne, what is the best way for this community to connect with you? Hmm. Well, actually, um, I would invite you to go join my Facebook group called Connect, Build, Automate, like my mantra. <laughs> I would love to have people there uh, to like extra people. I have people in the group already, but you know, like, as I said before, uh, like-minded people, a community, you know, like we all live together as a society and we are 
we are driven by the fact that other people are experiencing exactly the same stuff as we are, and we could use that energy to help each other grow. So uh, connect, build, automate on Facebook. And then, of course, I'll send you the link for uh, the 200th episode uh, special. Love it. Awesome. And for those of you listening, you can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com. And Fabienne, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Oh, thank you, Jody. It was my pleasure to be here and I really appreciate it uh, to be on your show today. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Are you ready to take the lead in your own life but need some support? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash contact to introduce yourself. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining with me and here's to your success.